Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. I just got done berating modern performance cars, claiming that manufacturers are too focused on performance stats and are as a result making cars that aren't as fun to drive as older cars. Now here's the deal. I've also said that there are some modern cars, like the Alfa Romeo Giulia GTA and the Jaguar XESV, that don't make any practical sense but still hit the key fun factors. With these cars, even though they are heavily reliant on computers, the common theme from them is drivers still claim the cars have soul and character. There are theoretical flaws with the car that make them fun. With that being said, I still stand by my claim that too heavy of a reliance on computers makes cars less fun despite the performance increases. Well, I guess BMW heard the first episode of GeForce, and also my complaining about computers, and they decided they wanted to make me eat my words. So they launched the newest car today, the BMW M5 CS. To understand this car, we need to first discuss BMW M, the legendary performance shop within BMW. The M division started as most great things do, focused on developing the fastest racing machines, in their case with a focus on BMWs. They were a separate team within BMW who focused on converting those streetcars into track weapons, modifying every single aspect of the car. Their first product was the legendary track monster that BMW 3.0 CSL, nicknamed the Batmobile for its wild arrow. From the CSL, BMW M went on to venturing into road car development, building the first really and only true supercar from BMW, the M1. This mid-engined, Lamborghini-designed handling hero was a great combination of lightweight and power, proving to be quite the driver-focused car. The inline-six engine that was developed by M was then taken from the M1 and found its way in the standard 5 series chassis, which was then modified with better suspension and brakes. And so, the first of the current M car lineage, the E28 M5. BMW M followed a similar recipe on the 3 Series, and the M3 and M5 led the way as the pinnacle of BMW road cars from essentially then onward. The M5 line, as I mentioned, was the first M car built out of a standard BMW chassis and car. Traditionally, the M5 was the four-door five-seater race car that could also be a proper daily driver while the M2 was the two-door sports car. After the E28, BMW rolled out the E34 M5, which still kept the inline-six engine layout, but added a touring model, or wagon, as an option. After that, BMW brought out the E39 M5, which unfortunately ditched the wagon, but added a V8 under the hood. That was followed by the E60 M5, with its absolutely legendary V10 engine. And then the F10 M5, the first of the twin turbo V8 M5s. And that brings us to the current M5, 
the F90M5. Up until now, and including the previous versions of the F90, every M5 focused on being a daily driver that could thrash around corners and storm the Autobahn. Again, emphasis on daily driver. In order to keep up with growing performance trends, BMW M started really heavily implementing computers into the M5 from the late 2000s, primarily in the F10 and F90 generations. These models are significantly faster and bigger than all the previous M5s, yet some argue they've lost some soul. They can genuinely outpace a Ferrari while carrying five people, which is absolutely crazy. But review after review talk about the fact that it's almost too easy to drive those M5s quickly, despite the fact that they are really heavy cars. Now though, this new M5 CS promises to be a different kind of beast. Let's talk the traditional numbers. It has a 4.4 liter twin turbo V8, good for 635 horsepower, and a 0 to 62 mile per hour at 3 seconds flat. Top speed, 189 miles per hour. Again, these numbers are coming from a BMW 4-door and they're better than the Ferrari 488 GTB from a few years ago, except top speed. Although the M5 is electronically limited to 189, and it could probably well exceed the 200 mile per hour mark. However, the key details on this car are not power and performance related. Well, at least not the traditional marketing used to explain performance. No. The key thing with this car is that what BMW has taken out of the car. 230 pounds from the M5 competition this car is based on. That's right, not an M5, but an M5 competition. The M5 competition is the current, well I guess the previously top of the line M5 car, which was already a more performance oriented version of the M5. To make the CS, they've added several key carbon fiber components. From the hood, to the front splitter, and rear diffuser, all of these are now made out of carbon fiber. That being said, the interior still holds the biggest surprises. They've removed a lot of sound deadening material, and they've swapped out the traditional bolstered seats in the front for more aggressive carbon fiber backed racing bucket seats. On top of that, they removed the rear bench for three passengers and replaced it with two bucket seats, so it only seats two in the rear. This four-seater that's lighter and more aggressive than the lighter and more aggressive version of the M5 is really creating some sort of lightweight performance inception. The M5 CS is BMW M's attempt to make a five-seater a road legal race car, although they are throwing out one of those seats. Need more proof of this? The car comes standard with racing carbon ceramic brakes. These cost several thousand more per brake than the usual high performance steel brakes. Need more proof still? The front headlights are highlighter yellow, a tribute to the old school race cars and rally cars. How about some more proof? There's an outline of the Nürburgring Nordschleife, the 12 mile long track known as Green Hell, stitched into the headrests of all the seats. 
Oh, and it comes with a factory with sticky Pirelli P0 tires, which are pretty close to semi-slicks for the road. In case you forgot, BMW M were trying to build a road-legal racing M5. So does this car make me eat my words about computers ruining cars? This thing is jam-packed full of electronic racing tech. From an active four-wheel drive system to an eight-speed dual-clutch transmission and variable boost settings for the engine. And yet, based on the pictures and description, it seems like fun factor should be pretty high for this, right? Well, here's the deal. The 5 Series has gotten bigger and bigger each generation. The old E20 M5 is half the size of this big M5 CS. And weight really matters. Less weight helps cars handle better naturally, without the aid of tons of computers. M5s have never been the lightest machines, but the traditional Formula 4 and M5 was that they could be comfortable cars to daily drive and yet still manage their weight well in a natural way around the corners. These new M5s are just getting too big for natural suspension and chassis design to allow for proper driving dynamics to flow through. I definitely need to get behind the wheel of this M5 CS to see how it drives, but I am pretty nervous that it's going to fall victim to its size and the computers. Now you might say, well don't the Alpha GTA and Jag XE SV fall to the same issues? Here's the truth. This new M5 is just so much bigger than those cars. Those cars really compete with the M3. The M5 should be a fast daily driver that can handle the twisties, not some stripped out hardcore corner thrasher. I should be able to pick up my grandma in an M5 equally as well as take it on the twisty roads back home from work. And with all the sport suspension and lightweight bucket seats, I don't see this M5 CS being able to do the former. And it's definitely not a proper daily driver. If this CS was based on the M3, I think BMW would have convinced me that they can compete in the same group as the Alpha and the Jag. At that point, they wouldn't be trying to build necessarily a daily driver that could go around the track, they would be trying to build a proper road handling car. But this M5 CS, I'd actually choose its slower, heavier sibling instead. The M5 competition it's based on. That car there is closer to what an M5 should be.